Hide the audio recorder right now. Sir, yes, sir. Yes? Uh, hello, would you take your seat, please? Yes, sir. Um, what's today's exact date? Well, if you're wondering about the month two, it is May 14, 1775. Alrighty then. So, your name is specially classified as John Silverman? Affirmative. And you are a lobsterback? Yes, sir. Well, um, please meet Mrs. Chris Christie, beg my pardon, Mitchell, your interrogator. Interrogator. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. <clears throat> <coughs> Sorry. That's all you need to know for now. Let's get to the point of this. So, first of all, I am one of the militiamen that was in the last firefight. All you and the rest of your army were trying to flee, and due to a shot behind the thigh with the musket, you were not conscious of yourself, and I was specifically asked to take you to this special place by dragging you on the ground to it. Now, tell me everything. But first, let me explain what's going on here. Okay. First of all, we, including Congress, okay, had established complaints to your king because of how ruthless he has been and never got a response. So this happened. <clears throat> I, I'm terribly sorry. I'm so sick. It's okay. Please continue. Um, can you please tell me about this situation in your own perspective? Uh, start from the top. Oh, and uh, please tell the truth. We don't want to have to leave any evidence out. Sir, so, yes, sir. So, <clears throat> on April 17, 1775, the entire circumstance happened when we were all told that both you, your people, and Congress were establishing complaints to our king because they thought that he was being unfair and mistreating the colonies. One day, on April 17th, I was taking a nap in my house and received a letter from him. This includes all British troops. He said that, while I counted, since I have refused to take the oath of retorting, I shall ask for you to either deprive the colonists, dead or alive. After I read the favor, I resumed to my nap and woke up the next day. On April 18th, General Gage, our former assessor and ex-soldier, then came to my house and knocked at my door. I got up and answered it. He said that he was hired to take us to Boston in order to march far enough to the towns of Lexington and Concord for our mission, of course. Without asking why, I was then taken on a carriage to the London Harbor, and all of mine and his men walked onto the ship and sailed toward Boston Harbor. After hours of sleep, I woke up, startled, and me, along with my other loyalists, began marching towards our first location. Lexington. As we were marching, I... Do you realize that both you, including your general, Thomas Gage, along with the Redcoats, are being spied on by mostly Paul Revere and Tim? <clears throat> uh, me too. No, I actually... Well, good. You weren't supposed to know that, of course. I was especially a spy and sneaky enough to watch whatever you all were doing while marching. Now, John... Tell me, what kind of weapons were you carrying around while marching to both Lexington and Concord? Mostly muskets and carrying more than 10 pounds worth of ammunition. Our muskets were designed to hit a target at a total of 70 plus yards away while hitting them at a, at a velocity of about, mm, I don't know, a thousand. All right, tell me more. We are continuously walking until the sun goes down, and while Paul Revere was alerting us that 
you and the rest of your troops are coming? Yes, and the fact that it was becoming, beginning to become much darker soon. Then, the day recently just turned to the 19th of April. As it just got darker, and darker by the minutes, we had arrived at the town of Lexington, and we saw a fairly large barn. As I started to remember that our general also assigned us to scatter and search the barn for weapons and gunpowder, standing by the barn was specifically a group of Minutemen. As we got closer to them, we just began to awkwardly stare until Thomas commanded us to fire. We fired and took out at least seven soldiers and injuring the rest along with seeing General John Parker flee. Thomas, without any more words, then commanded us to continue marching towards Concord as our next location. We marched and marched until my men started to get a little anxious. Mm-hmm. Until General Gage, well, including General Gage, you know, uh, until he was able to um, get more frust f frustrated that we couldn't find the weapons and supplies that the colonists had hid. So, in an act of frustration, shockingly, Shockingly, we were allowed to burn our supplies and gun carriages. After that, we continued to march as Don said. Not much happened while we were marching, but the biggest instance of adrenaline was once we arrived in Concord, we started hearing shots being fired and quickly realized that our troops were being shot all at once. <coughs> 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 Excuse me. Oh, no, it's okay. I'm still writing the information down. Uh, please continue. Yes, I will. I tried to fire and managed to take out at least one patriot. One patriot. One patriot. Well, good. That's, that's good information. Continue. I tried to fire some more, but heard Thomas command us to follow him and flee back to Boston. In retreat, all of us scattered and followed our own footsteps. As I'm running, not only am I seeing lots of bloods and bodies, but I'm also hearing more shots being fired. As that's happening, I slip on bloodstained grass, fall backwards, and hit my head on the ground. I block out and try to get up and run again. But miraculously, as I take a few steps, I hear one more shot, am thrown forward, and I scream. I found out that looking over my left shoulder, the back side of my right thigh is bleeding with excruciating pain. <sighs> I just I just lost my train of thoughts. Oh, it's okay. I'm still writing information now. Oh, anyway, I screamed so loud that the rest of the troops, well, your troops, patriots started to exchange themselves back to their own general. I lay there in agony while my eyes are closed. I then feel a sudden drag and realize that Tim was dragging me across the ground. I then suddenly hit my head again, this time a rock, and black out. I then wake up in a hospital near here and do not know where I am until now. Lastly, um, can you please tell me more about the deaths and what happened to the rest of my British troops before we end this current conversation? Yes. Oh, and also, um, yes. Can you please um, move the table um, away from you guys? Away from you guys? Yes, I do not feel comfortable with um, being right by you guys. Okay, then. Okay, I will be waiting. All right, I'll, I'll move it. It's a very heavy table.
Yeah, it is. Alrighty then. Um, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. I forgot your chair. Yes, you did. <sighs> All right, Christy. Um, please continue. All righty then. So, uh, yes, according to the coroner's, the total number of dead bodies was about for your troops seventy-four completely dead. For your colonists, at least forty-nine dead and forty-one wounded. The total wounded was approximately two hundred or more. Can you please tell me um about how many men were in your squadron? At least seven hundred. Seven hundred. A big class. <sighs> All right, then. Is there anything else you would like to describe or explain? Yes, I now know that. As going for the rest of the British government and army, including me, to never underestimate the power of the colonists, colonies, and patriots combined. Also including your government. Just as a future reference. Good. Well... Sorry to say, but since you are technically committing an act of treason towards your king and your government altogether, I suggest that we- Wait a minute. Treason? Both you and Tim are the ones committing treason. Just calm down, alright? No. I cannot calm down. I am sick. I am sick. I am sick. I understand that. Just- No. I cannot calm down. Just- Please, just listen to me, alright? Fine. Now, John, just because we're fight, Well, first... Fine, I'll just explain it. All right, then? Just because we're fighting for our independence and our rights doesn't exactly mean that... How should I say this? We are being compulsive to our own government. It doesn't matter! You all could be hung for being compulsive towards your own government. I know I would be. What? What? We are fighting for a good reason. Because your king is stupid enough to know that we can tear his army limb from limb. I'm sure I can tear you limb from limb as well. Along with giving them to him as some sort of wonderful little present. King George will be mighty happy. I can tell you how some brain damage in your cognitive area. Just listen to me. If we don't do anything to help ourselves, we're complete goners, and we won't be able to make our decisions. I don't care. You don't care. I actually really don't care right now, since you are interrogating me and forcing me to answer miscellaneous and just plain on stupid questions when I could be drinking tea made from money retorting slaves like you. I suggest that you quit now, or else you will not have any independence with them whatsoever. I told you that I told you this many times now. We are not in any way experimenting. Really? Really. All we are doing is trying to make an effort on saving the lives of our children, our citizenship, our fortunes. You don't in any way have the right to score me. You all are acting like a bunch of idiots. You know that he and his own army can just come down here and beat you until you are a pile of nothing. We have to make some sort of effort. You know we don't have to obey him at all times. Really? Really? That is crossing the line. All right. 
I bet you that if I was ever going to superintend anybody, mostly because, according to him, money does give you luxury and happiness, do not raise your voice at me. I don't care. Let me finish. Or else I will beat you. Oh, really? Would you like me to get the constable out here? Huh? Huh? Would you like me to beat him? Let me finish. Fine. Christy, write this down. Yes. They would ever disobey me. I shall strike them until they are laying on the ground, helpless and insecure. Uh, keep talking. Please, I ask all of you to just shut up and listen to me. Really, just obey him and me. Now then, release me, or else get him out of here. Let's go. Hey, you! Scrub! Get away from me and leave me alone. All right, that's it. So long! Uh, did he just escape? Yes, Tim. Yes, he did. All right, um, I am now going to be properly teleported back to my hometown of Los Angeles, California, um, in the year 2028. So if anyone is hearing this, uh, please... Please, just please dispose of this tape immediately. Um, I do not want to be hung for this. Sincerely.